Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Right and early. Thanks for joining us. 888 Let's take just a minute to tell you about something you're going to want to know about so that you're prepared. Because if there's even a chance your mortgage can be stolen and somebody could take out a massive uh, loan against your equity, that's going to hurt and be really tough to sort out for you. So let me tell you about Home Title Lock. If you don't have Home Title Lock, it's sort of like playing Russian roulette with your mortgage online, just hoping that you know one of these scammers don't get to you. One of the fastest growing identity crimes in the world and uh, 24 million more people were just exposed through another data breach so if you have a mortgage or you've done a refi recently through a major bank this breach could have put you at risk to uh, lose every dollar of equity you have in your home or even your home itself and you don't know anything about this until the late payments start to arrive in the mail and you know, maybe even lose your house. It could be sold out from underneath you. Home Title Lock will protect you. It puts a virtual barrier around your home's mortgage and your and your title online. So go to Home Title Lock today while you're thinking about it. HomeTitleLock.com. Register for your free title scan and report. That's a hundred dollar value. You get that free when you sign up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Update on Jussie's hoax, which is pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. I don't think he's broken down and admitted to anything, right? Yeah, I haven't heard him. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I'm kind of wondering if he ever will. Will he ever admit it? Police are trying to bring him back in for another interview. They want to ask him about the latest developments. I love the fact that you know they were supposed to uh, supposed to be wearing a, a MAGA hat, and <laughs> apparently they couldn't find one anywhere in Chicago. I doubt Whoa. there's a single MAGA hat to but be to that's be had. The dead center of MAGA yeah, country. Yeah, I know MAGA I, country. I know MAGA MAGA <laughs> MUGA. Well, that's funny. But so what they do? <clears throat> they couldn't find uh, a, a "Make America Great Again" cap, so. They just bought a plain red cap. <laughs> yeah, that'll suffice. Did they not uh, even break out a Sharpie? <laughs> no. And and just write Make MAGA great. on it? No. And they uh, <laughs> they were actually able to finally find a red cap uh-huh. at the Crafty Beaver Hardware Store uh, in Ravenswood. So... Crafty Beaver? The Crafty Beaver. That's where I... When I'm in Chicago, that? that's where I do all my shopping. Okay. I, I say, okay... Uh, driver, uh-huh. uh, Mr. Taxi Driver, uh-huh. Mr. Uber or Ms. Uber person, take me directly to the Crafty Beaver right now. Uh-huh. Right now. Yeah, so yeah. That's uh, what happens. I mean, it's your hardware store. It is. It is, yes. Um, uh huh. They've got everything from well, bath from building to, supplies to red to- caps. To, uh, that you need when you're going to go out and uh, help somebody with their hoax. Is that where they got the rope? Because they sell that stuff there too. I don't know, but they got they have all those receipts for these guys, and I guess Jussie provided the cash for all of it. So 
<laughs> so great. And and then they turned and they used it against him. Oh my goodness. Is that incredible? He was just saying, go and buy some stuff. And then they perpetrated yeah. this hate crime with it. Right. Mm. He's, they've got him dead to rights, man. So interesting to see how this plays out. It does out. seem like it. Mm-hmm. does seem like it. I, I love the, the left-wing media on this. Uh, from the AP, celebrities rallied behind Smollett when he, when he alleged the MAGA attack. Now, with growing evidence, the attack was a hoax. Some conservatives have, quote, gleefully seized, unquote, on the news. We've gleefully seized on the news? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that there weren't ra- racist, crazy Trump supporters, hateful enough, weird enough, stupid enough to do something like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it didn't really happen. Why wouldn't we be? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you glad it didn't really happen? You think about that. Why would you not be gleeful that okay, this this world isn't quite this crazy yet? At least in this particular instance with this particular crime, it you know, there weren't people waiting to run into the guy from Empire and call him homo- homophobic names and racial slurs and then beat him. And then put a noose around his neck. You you want that to have happened? And the thing is, yeah, they do. They did want it to happen. They are out of their mind with grief that it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and and I love some of these. I, I'd say half of the politicians and media tweets have been taken down uh, from after the attack. But the uh, World Opinions editor, Karen Ataya from the uh, Washington Post. You know where democracy dies in darkness? Oh, right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so she's left her tweet up that says, regarding the heinous, this is from January 29th, regarding the heinous attack on Jussie Smollett, yet another reminder that Trump's ascendance and the resulting climate of hate has meant Mm -hmm. that lives have been increasingly at stake since 2015. Smollett could have been killed by those thugs screaming MAGA. Let that sink in. Okay, let me, all right, it sunk in. I mean, he probably would have had to pay extra, though, to actually be killed by those thugs, (laughs) but I see her point. Uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, and don't don't try to turn this around on us. Mm-hmm. Like right? somehow, I, I, shut up. me off. It really does. It you suck, media me politicians. It's <sighs> now you got. <laughs> he could have been killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I guess he could have bled to death from that teeny little cut underneath his eye. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if he was a uh, is it a hemophiliac? Yeah, and, yeah. If if he. <laughs> If he was a hemophiliac, maybe. <clears throat> or if, you know, the noose would have caught on something while he was walking home with it around his neck and <laughs> could have choked him or broken his neck or something. I I guess he could have been killed. <laughs> this guy. Oh, boy. And, you know, one, one of those uh, January 29th tweeters uh, was uh, Kamala Harris. Mm, I can't yes. wait to play that later. I mean, that is she's she was asked about that yesterday, and her yeah, response was not so. She wasn't. No, she was powerful. That. I think she was powerful. Oh, you thought, you thought Watch how su- succinct she is <laughs> in her explanation for her tweet, which in which she called this incident a modern day lynching. Huh? Which tweet? What tweet? Uh, the about uh, saying that it is a modern day lynching. That um, uh, sorry, <laughs> yes. Jesse Smollett. Um, 
Okay, so I will say this about that case. I think that the facts are still unfolding, Uh and um, I'm very Mm. um, Uh, concerned. You know, I... uh, Let me uh, just kind of... uh, I'm trying to think of something where I can lie my way out of this, because this is really awkward. I can't believe that you're putting me in this position. Uh, The media doesn't normally do this to me. Uh, let me explain. All I was simply saying was is uh, that, um, you know, it was a lynching. Mm-hmm. And I, I stand by that because let's let the facts come out. Now, uh, did I do that in the beginning? No. But, but I've learned a seriously uh, important lesson, and, and let's give it some time to... For all the evidence and the facts to come out, the worst. It's just, I, I got it's pathetic. I, I got it's news despicable. for you, Senator Harris. Uh, the questions are only going to become more difficult as the campaign goes along. Oh, that's for sure. Good grief! What about that tweet? And then she's looking around at her advisors, like, uh, what, I don't know what, what. What's a tweet? Do I tweet? Or do you guys tweet for me? Did you tweet something out? That's what a question for Mr. Twitter, not can, me? Or or was it a, a glance of, how did you let this person get close to me, you people, my advisors, <laughs> my staff? How did this happen where this person is in my face asking me a challenging question? I think that's what that look was. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm glad she was able to sort that out there after the hemming and hawing. Yeah, Cory Booker, the same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what I would say on that is we, we have to let all the facts, facts come out. We're waiting for the evidence. and uh, You know, but the thing is that these kinds of attacks are on the rise. We all know that. No. No, actually, we don't. They're not on the rise. <sighs> I mean, anti-Semitism is on the rise. We're seeing that all over the place, but that's not the case here. Anti-Semitism from people like uh, Elon Omar, who is one of the more terrible representatives in all of Congress. And that's saying a lot because there's a lot of terrible representatives (laughs) in Congress. Uh, And here's uh, Louis Farrakhan, who gets away with absolutely everything. You, you talk about a guy who can say anything he wants, who actually, at one point, admitted to murder. It seemed when he was. Do you remember this? Yes. When he was talking about, uh, um, we take care of we Malcolm. Malcolm X was our guy, and if we take care of him, uh, what business is that of yours? We don't follow white man law. <laughs> I mean, hello. And so he's uh, he's. Praising, first of all, let's play where he's praising Elon Omar uh, and saying that she shouldn't apologize for her nasty tweets on Israel. He's breaking up every pillar of democracy. Because it wasn't no damn democracy from the beginning. Yeah, thank you for that. No, it wasn't. It needs oh, to be broken up. supposed to be a Common democracy. Ground. Now How about you that? Got my How about that? In there. 102 women in Congress. Boy, am I happy. And one of them said that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Oh, she was. That was funny. Oh boy, I laughed. Did I laugh? Oh man, did I laugh? But but Miss Oma. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. She started talking about the Benjamins. And they trying to make her apologize. I sweetheart, don't do that. No. That's sweetheart. Right. Oh, pardon me for calling you sweetheart. Right, I can't. But, do sweet uh, you peace. You have a sweetheart. Aww. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. You're using it to shake the government up. Yeah, she is. But you. Oh. You. Here we go. Have nothing to apologize for. Yeah, yeah, right. You know why? And he's about to tell us why, because... I mean, Jews don't deserve apologies, right? I mean, come on. If I may say, first of all, the Jews will not replace us. If I could just get that out there on our, you know, our daily chant that the Jews will not replace Replace us, us. uh, then Farrakhan fills in some other gaps on uh, your Jew knowledge. Here, here it is. And now you're rising. Mm -hmm. The most beautiful sight. Wow. Yeah that I could lay eyes on when I saw the day after Trump was elected, women from all over the world were standing in solidarity. Oh, wow, yeah. And a black woman is the initiator Uh of it. Your time now, black woman. You not no little woman. You the second self of God. Now you gotta know that you are a part of God. Hmm. 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 Now the wicked Jews want to use me to break up the woman's movement. It ain't about Farrakhan. It's about women all over the world have the power to change the world. Hmm. Huh. Wow, those wicked Jews. Isn't that great that, you know, when you're on the left, you could go ahead and stereotype an entire uh, group of people. And that's that's not racist. Uh, so, <laughs> not hateful either. That's not hate speech. What are you talking about? No. Uh, and I'm sure he's still on Twitter. Still not banned to this day. That's It's just incredible. Mm-hmm. What he gets away with is absolutely, well, maybe murder. Uh, I... I mean, let's see. I know that he spoke about it, what was this, maybe 20 years ago or so. We voted for our brother, Barack. No, Beautiful human being with a sweet heart. And now now. he's an assassin. Oh, boy. They've turned him into them. Oh, You didn't hear me. No. I I did hear you actually. I, they brought him to England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See. See. Oh, now he can stay in Buckingham Palace. Nobody stayed there. Yeah. Just then, a few presidents. Why him? Why? And then there's this. I love Elijah Muhammad enough that if you attack him, I will kill you. He'll kill you. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a killer. But neither are you. But if somebody attack what you love, right? Each one of you in here would become a killer instantaneously. We don't give a damn about no white man law <laughs> when you attack what 
what we love. Okay, sure. Yeah. 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 Shut up, white man. We don't like your law. We don't follow it. It ain't none of your business. Exactly. <laughs> what have you got to say about it? Nothing. Did you teach Malcolm? No. Did you make Malcolm? I didn't. Did you clean up Malcolm? Mm -mm. Did you put Malcolm out before the world? No. Was Malcolm your traitor or was he ours? He, I guess and if he was we yours, dealt he... with him like a nation deals with mm -hmm. a traitor, what the hell business is it of yours? <laughs> that is absolutely astounding. Guy's still walking free. But that's not hate. None of that is hate. So no, that's just colorful language, Pat. Yeah, you know, you know what's hate used to is, illustrate a point mm -hmm. is to question a ridiculous story from a black homosexual uh, that he was attacked at two o'clock in the morning in Chicago, Illinois, with people screaming "This is MAGA country" at him and calling him racial slurs. <laughs> that's that's what's hateful. Twenty nineteen. Okay, and if you if you ever dare even suspect that's a hoax. Well, you know, you're obviously racist. Better check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's another uh, thing we learned from Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is a fantastic system. And, you know, we all make resolutions to do things better in the new year. And here's something that could actually make you better with your firearm and may save your life at some point. Heaven forbid that you ever have to use your gun for self-defense. It would be horrible. But it is nice to know that if you do have to, if you're forced into that situation, you're ready. Now, you can take your firearm skills to the next level with iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is a system that uses your smartphone and their app, and it tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits in your firearm, and that detects exactly where your shots land. It's completely safe, comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and instructions so you can start training right away. Soon as your uh, system arrives in the mail. Go to the letter I, then TargetPro.com, check out the video, choose your caliber, and download the app so you're all set. Uh, this is a fun system. Mm -hmm. It's a system that saves you a lot of money. And it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a great way to get proficient with your firearm. Plus, this month, get 10% off. And free shipping when you use the offer code pad. So save money, save time, take your skill to the next level at itargetpro.com. It's the letter, letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. What was the motive uh, for Jussie Smollett? People are wondering. Apparently, this might be. Apparently, this all started, they're thinking now, and I, I don't know that they've actually definitively proved this, but a racist letter was sent to the studio where Jesse works. And uh, he didn't, he, I mean, he showed it around to people, and I guess he didn't get the reaction he was hoping for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he pushed it just a tad further by setting up a staged attack on himself. Now, here's the interesting part about the racist letter. 
they think he also wrote that. So he started this with the letter and he was hoping, wow, people were, I don't know, are you just an attention hog like that? You just crave it so much that you have to concoct racist letters to yourself in order to get that desired attention? I mean, that's pathetic. Sad. It's like, you know, you, you need some help. You need. You need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So according to a source that spoke to CBS2 investigator Brad Edwards in Chicago, this source said when the letter didn't get enough attention, he conco- concocted the staged attack. <laughs> so... That might be, uh, I guess, the motive about why he went to the two brothers and said, hey, you know what? I want you guys to attack me when I come back from New York in the middle of the night. What a How loser. Would that be? Again, it's, it's sad. <laughs> but it's also dangerous because it fires people up and it incites hatred among the races. And among people with different sexual preference. Because now... You know, white people and uh, straight people are made to look like we're all racists and that our situation is completely out of control. Can we see that letter uh, that he supposedly sent to himself? I mean, it looks like a, like a four-year-old made it. Yeah, it does. It's all scribbled out with magic marker and cut up letters like a ransom note. Look at that. Look at that stupid, crude picture of a <laughs> gun and a guy hanging from a tree. Like, that is Good Lord. Work harder. Ugh. Not much of an artist either, is no, he? No, I, I got to tell you. I mean, he only went with one color? Come on, man. I mean, is that a uh, red tree? pretty desperate to put together this letter, send it to yourself just because you want somebody to pay attention to you. Yeah. Get a dog. <laughs> and if you're going to do that much work on a on a fake hate letter, uh-huh. you know, dress it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you want right? color? You're going with the color red for everything? I mean, you know, you color the tree green, you know, maybe a little brown trunk there. <laughs> but no, it's all red, Mr. Lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was asked about that letter in the in the uh in the in the interview he did with Robin Roberts. On the letter, he said it had a stick figure, when there you see it, hanging from a tree with a gun pointing toward it. Now, for him to reference this when he apparently, at least they strongly suspect, he sent it to himself, mm-hmm. this guy's pretty bold or just unbelievably stupid. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Uh, Gloria Schmidt said, in due course, all the facts will reveal themselves. And at the end of the, at the, end of the day, my clients are honest Incredible. Hmm. Now, now that's the brother's attorney. Mm-hmm. So I think they are uh, probably being honest at this point, and they're actually saying, "Well, we're we're not racist or homophobic." Well, yeah, I mean, we understand you got paid to do this. So yeah, the racist homophobic thing is kind of off the table, isn't it? At this point, goodness, what a mess! For, uh, for what purpose? At least one of the brothers went into the hardware store, bought the rope. And they also say that Smollett paid for the rope, too, which was purchased, of course, as I mentioned, at the Crafty Beaver hardware store. The Crafty Beaver. You know, 15% off with your Crafty Beaver card this Saturday only. That is the one place I'll apply for the card because I I go to the Crafty Beaver for so many things that uh, Mm -hmm. I want those. I need those discounts. 
you know, and it really it really adds up. Yeah. Yeah. When you get when you have ten items, uh, we, well, you buy nine, and then you can get the tenth one free if it's ten dollars or less, and so it's pretty valuable to me. Yeah, I think it's a uh, fertilizer sale coming up. Uh, spring is uh, around the corner. Oh, oh, yeah, good. It's all your uh, lawn and yeah. garden needs are uh, are uh, on sale right now before it gets a little warmer. <laughs> so take take advantage. Um, mm-hmm. uh, unofficial uh, reports from law enforcement. We're not doing any interviews or making any official statements until we can corroborate some of the information that was shared with police. Until we meet with the Empire cast member. We're not able to confirm, deny, or comment on any of the information. So officially, they're still sticking to the fact that he's a victim. But I think we know he's pretty much not. You know, if you take your propane tank down to the Crafty Beaver this weekend, you get $2 off uh, when you exchange a tank. Yeah, like you're telling me something I don't know. I've been doing that for years as a Crafty Beaver, my friend. Be aware, $2 off this weekend. $2. Dollars. Better hurry before this coupon expires. Because it, with the two dollars you save, you could probably buy a red cap. It doesn't have MAGA on it, but it is a red cap, and so it might just, <laughs> just trick people. Just get the thickest sharpie you can find and uh, write on it. Make yeah. it yourself. You yeah, know? yeah. So the brother said in his statement yesterday, "We are not racist. We are not homophobic, and we are not anti-Trump." Huh? They're not anti-Trump. Wow. Wait a minute. There's your crime right there. Why is it that these two black men are not anti-Trump? What happened there? Mm-hmm. We were born and raised in Chicago and are American citizens. Brothers were first identified through surveillance video. Uh, on the night of the attack, police searched their home, obtained materials that could have been used to stage the attack, including bleach and ski masks. I'll tell you what the other crime is, is that the brothers, while they were there, didn't pick up the uh, four-count Max Attracts ant bait for $1.99. That's a good deal. Four? Dang good. It's a four-pack from Hotshot? Max Attracts <laughs> ant bait? Buck 99 Kill the ants and that's, the queen. That's why I do all my shopping at the Crafty Beaver. Crafty Beaver. That's why. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the good thing is for Jussie... He's yeah. getting plenty of attention now. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> you did it, Jesse. Yay. Congratulations. Yeah. Three pack of large work gloves for $7.99? Well, you are really impressed with the That is a three beaver. pack. See, I, I went through all this years ago with my amazement at their incredibly low prices Crafty and beaver. vast selection wow. of, uh, of items. Mm-hmm. You know, For use around the home mm-hmm. and, and garden, I'd like to add. Apparently, they're, uh, this thing is headed to a grand jury. They're going to bring all the evidence that they have. Good. And uh, they said it could be headed to a grand jury sometime this week. Wow. They are <laughs> making sure Smollett is not in contact with the two Nigerian brothers. Uh, and so they don't want that to, you know, they don't want them to c- collude together. But, man, a grand jury so good, they're not going to let this go. They're not going to let this one slip through the cracks. And because he made such a big deal out of it, mm-hmm. you really do have to prosecute if it's a lie, right? Well, up to three years in you prison in Illinois. Up to three years. And I wonder, would it be two separate things? Like if if he did send that fake letter as well? Um, mm. And I don't know if the police report was filed with that or what. But uh, anyhow, uh, good luck to you, Jesse. Now you got all the attention you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We've been enjoying Jussie's Hollow Oaks. 
like that. No, anyway. I didn't. That works. Yeah. Jesse's hoax. hoax. I don't like. Why? I don't like Jesse's hoax. Why can't I concoct a plan story like, like that? that? Yeah, story. That's all right. Uh-huh. Hey, if you're thinking of buying or selling a home this year, realestateagentsitrust.com is the company we've been telling you about. And Glenn started it maybe seven years ago after uh, he had a bad experience. I've had bad experiences with realtors. I think we all have at one point or another. But this team of realtors, and there's over a thousand across the country, they've been fully vetted. Uh, And we look for things like, what's their track record? Uh, What are their marketing plans? How long have they been in the business? What kind of experience do they have? Do they devote all of their time professionally to this particular venture or do they do it part-time for fun really important and maybe best of all they're fans of the show so it's not going to be awkward driving around looking at property with them uh and glenn's team holds these agents accountable and they follow up with the with the sellers or the buyers so if you're looking to buy or sell this year do it fast and at the right price with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And of course, it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, got this from Cos- Cosmic Schmaltz. Uh, I can't say I believe Jussie Smollett is lying yet because I could never figure out the mystery until Scooby or Shaggy pulled the mask off of Mr. Smithers at the end of the cartoon. Oh, yeah. And he, they would have gotten away and with I it. Got, yep. gotten away with it. Wherever you darn kids. Meddling kids. <laughs> uh, MRG7619 says, Inside the Mind of Jussie Smollett. So when the letter I sent myself got no reaction, I hired two guys to beat me up and pour bleach on me. Now, with that not working, I, I don't know what I'm going to do to myself next. Right? <laughs> Lone Wolf 2965, Cory Booker spoke an accidental truth. Quote, these types of attacks are increasing. Unquote. Yeah, the fake hate crimes perpetrated by leftists trying to foment hate against Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. So true. Tall one in OKC, Kamala Harris sounded like she was about to give a Jesse, uh, a Jeffy answer, not a, not a Jesse answer, a Jeffy answer, when she was hemming and hawing. Ah, ah, milk, (laughs) spoons, 18, look at her again, watch this, Uh, her reaction when she's asked about her initial tweet, or don't. Which tweet? Oh. What tweet? Uh, the, about uh, saying that it is what a modern-day lynching. What tweet? That, um, What's a tweet? Uh, tweet. Uh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, no. Okay. So okay. I will say so, this about that case. Yeah, I think that, that the facts Horrible. are still unfolding, uh-huh. and um, I'm very um, uh, um, concerned. You know, concerned. Yeah. Uh, Boy, we have been jussied, y'all. Jussied. That's going to be a word now. Mm-hmm. Is it? A hoax. Okay. I want that to catch on. I want jussied to become uh, mm-hmm. uh, in our vernacular now. Like it's a, a, it's a hoax. 
don't jussy me. Yeah, don't jussy me. I think we've all just been jussied. Yep, that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That needs to be a thing. Uh, Tyler from Misery tweeted, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call him Piltdown Jussie from now on." <laughs> I love that. Which was another, you know, hoax. Only that one lasted for forty years. So and still going on. Yeah, this one, this one can't quite compare to that yet. Uh, also, over the weekend, I love the fact that Facebook prevented people from sharing conservative articles on the unraveling case, even though by then it was pretty obvious that these things were true. But they censored him anyway. So both Rod Dreher, author of Benedict Option, a strategy for Christians in a post-Christian nation, and Daily Caller reporter Jen Kearns saw their articles censored on Facebook. Uh, Dreher tweeted on Sunday, you're not allowed to say on Facebook that Jussie Smollett carried out a hoax. According to the screenshot, Facebook blocked the article because it appeared to be spam. What? Come on. And said the post goes against our community standards. They actually did lift the ban, though, uh, later on, on Sunday. But, I mean, by Sunday, anytime, by this weekend, it was so obvious this wasn't, it's not, it wasn't true. It was a hoax. From Pat Sajak, he tweets out, uh, there is no fake news, only yet-to-be-corrected news. There you go. I like that guy. That's funny. And so we'll see, because the grand jury... um, That's amazing. That could be be put together this week, they're saying. Really something. So the guy could be in a fairly good deal of trouble. So what do you think Empire does? If and when this turns out to be conclusive proof... Maybe he even breaks down and finally admits it. I, I don't know if he's going to do that, though. See, and I don't even know. Will they keep him on the on the cast? I don't know how big of, of a role he has on there. I've never seen a second of that show. I haven't either. So I don't know Except on can, previews. Yeah, I don't know if you can work around him, but uh, whatever. Now, we're told by some of our uh, guys on the staff here that, that it's a really popular show. Yeah, it is. Although, the ratings have really been down the last year or so. And... So they thought maybe this was a rating stunt for them to try to, I don't know. Uh, I, and would the producers of Empire be in on it? I don't think that's the case at all. But Smollett might be such an attention hog that uh, he was willing to try anything to get this going. I guess their season premiere was seen by about 6 million people. Then it went down a million the next week. So they only 5 million. And then it was 4.8 by the next episode after that. And so it's way below what it used to be. But, I mean, it's still decent as far as uh, our ratings hit. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see whether they put up with this and allow him to to stay. And uh, has the damage hurt their show? We'll see. If I had to guess... I'd say they'd eventually have to fire him if it turns out this is a hoax, especially if he's if he's doing time. Uh, that's going to make it difficult for him to, to appear on the show. Uh, new poll out, 35% of Americans name the government, poor leadership, or politicians as the greatest problem facing the, the uh, United States of America. Highest percentage Gallup has recorded for this concern edging out the previous high of 
in uh, 2013 during the government shutdown. The uh, latest is from February 1st through 10th Gallup poll. And they asked Americans what they felt was the most important problem facing the country since 1939. And they've regularly compiled mentions of the government since 1964. Prior to 2001, the highest percentage mentioning the government being the biggest problem we face was 26% during Watergate. So the current measure is the highest in at least 55 years. People are sick of it. People, you know, we understand that big government winds up being a big problem. Yeah, the problems that we face in this country were mostly created by government. Government creates a problem and then tries to solve it and makes a bigger problem. Definitely. So among the people that think it, government is, is the biggest problem, I guess they further dug into it a little bit. They found 11% of Americans specifically cite Donald Trump as the most important problem. 5% name the Democrats or liberals. And 1% say Congress. About half of those who say the government is the most important problem. 18% of U.S. adults Blame both parties or cite gridlock, lack of cooperation, or the shutdown in general. Now, see, gridlock is not necessarily a bad thing. Because as we've mentioned before, when they get things done, it usually sucks. Whatever they did didn't improve the problem. It made it worse. Yeah, but what stinks is when things are really bad and there's gridlock. You know? It's like, because now it's just going to stay sucky. Um, but, uh, no, in general, um, you know, gridlock is a good thing because then they're not coming up yeah. with new ways to waste your money. Right. Mm-hmm. At least they're not doing something bad. And that's usually where they wind up. Uh, that's usually where things wind up is for when government acts, it's, it's an act of, well, badness. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well said. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Let me tell you about the leaders of tomorrow. Where are they going to come from? If you just leave your kids to learn the things that they're going to learn Uh in uh, our education system. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident that what they're learning at school is fine. Yeah, then they become uh, brainless uh, congressmen from uh, Brooklyn. Or Democrats. uh, One and the same. (laughs) One and the same. Every summer, though, Mercury One, in collaboration with Wall Builders, opens our doors for emerging young leaders for our leadership training program. And we've seen incredible things happen uh, in a two-week period for these kids. It offers participants a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to gain hands-on experience with original historic documents. Uh, David and Tim Barton and other guest speakers lead the discussion. Glenn's, of course, one of those. Participants not only gain a deeper understanding of American history, but also they also learn how to question boldly, to think critically, and to engage in meaningful discourse when confronted with differing opinions. It's a pretty unique program, and it's only offered once a year, designed for, for young adults from 18 to 25, and we're taking applications right now. Limited spots are available First session is June 3rd through the 14th, and then the 2nd, 15th through the 26th. If you'd like your kids to be a part of this, go to mercuryone.org slash LTP. That's Leadership Training Program. 
mercuryone.org slash LTP, or you can call. Oh, there's a number? Yeah, there's actually a number. Uh, This is interesting. That's interesting. When can people call? Uh, anytime, I guess. Okay. Well, probably business hours. You could call 97. <laughs> yeah, if you call right now, there's probably not going to be an answer. I don't think anyone's over there. 972-499. 972-499-4747. All right. Uh, let me tell you about a weight loss product that uh, just about everybody in this building uses. It's called Riduzone. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. And... Uh, what's great about this is they took the molecule out of olive oil that boosts your metabolism and helps reduce your appetite. And they created this patented product because there was a study that showed that when you lose weight, your body thinks you're sick. So it slows down your metabolism. This helps kick it back into gear. So you burn fat and you're going to lose weight. A lot of you know Sarah, uh, Sarah Gonzalez, who hosts the News and Why It Matters. You probably know already that she lost over 100 pounds over a decade ago, but she's been able to keep it off and look as good as she does because she takes Riduzone on a daily basis, and it helps control her appetite. And right now, you'll save 30% off uh, when you go to Riduzone.com and enter the promo code PAT. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT. Big, big, major announcement. You're going to love this. Yeah, what do you got? Bernie Sanders is officially in. That wasn't really the reaction I was expecting. I thought there was going to be widespread celebrating. That wasn't quite the news I was expecting either. I thought you you set it up like it was really exciting. Well, it is. I was ready to play the... Bernie Sanders is in the ring. Bernie Sanders. Uh, yeah, ring. something like that. Bernie Sanders. Anyway, uh, tax dollars he'll bring. 2020 is shaping up quite nicely now. There's there there are now 684 candidates, and uh, but, you're, but see now you're rounding down though. No, it's it, he makes the Bernie makes the 684th. Oh, okay. So I you're rounding down. I we no, I'm not rounding at all. No, that's an exact figure. Week. Huh. So if you've always wanted the chance to vote for. Uh, an 80-year-old socialist curmudgeon. <laughs> here's your here's your big chance. This is great. <laughs> so you got... Now, if you don't like uh, Bernie Sanders, they've got such a diverse field here. They've got... They run the, the full spectrum. All the way from, you know, your socialist candidate like Bernie, clear over to communist. And every Marxist ideology in between. They wow. got it all covered. Whole thing. So from so, socialist to communist, complete that complete spectrum. That is, that's there. a yeah. that's an option or two there. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. Okay, it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so if you don't like Bernie, there's always Cory Booker, Spartacus. Uh, <laughs> he announced on February first. Then we've got uh, Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg mm-hmm. from uh, South Bend, Indiana. He's the mayor there. Uh, he's not only is a is he a mayor of a teeny tiny little town, but I think he's is he the first openly gay person to run for president? I think that's right. Yeah, think so. Mm-hmm. Julian Castro, 
former Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, the HUD Secretary. We got mm-hmm. a chance to vote for the former HUD wow. Secretary. Not current. No. Former. No, right. <laughs> right. But it doesn't stop. His vast experience doesn't start or stop at HUD. Uh, he was also mayor of San Antonio. Wow. <clears throat> so. Wow. I mean, can, do we have to wait to 2020 for this guy? Unfortunately, yeah. Dang that's it. that's the only bad part of this. <clears throat> then you got uh, world-renowned John Delaney. Okay. Wait, who? I don't know. What? F- a former representative from Maryland. Former. Wow. He's not even mi- a current congressman. I missed that announcement. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, you know, uh, probably the finest looking candidate in the field. You got Kirsten Gillibrand. We've been so excited for her mm. uh, announcement that uh, uh, I, I just, I almost can't even talk about it. I'm that excited about her candidacy. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris, Senator from California. Amy Klobuchar, who uh, <clears throat> promised in a blinding blizzard that she was going to fight this global warming thing. So good. <laughs> Don't be distracted by the blizzard. Uh-huh. Climate change is real and it's getting warmer. Just take my word for it. <laughs> then we've got Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, boy. Bill Weld. I mean, how many people have been clamoring for Bill Weld to finally, finally run for president? About time. I mean, sure, if you're in Massachusetts, you've been able to vote for him for governor a couple of times. But the rest of us want our chance. Mm-hmm. And so because of all the articles and the protests that he wasn't running and, and the draft Bill Weld movement. Very distracting. You finally convinced him. Here we go. Finally got him <laughs> in the race. As well as Marianne Williamson. I'm sorry? Author, lecturer, Marianne Williamson. Okay, I think she's, she announced on January 28th. Oprah's. Did you miss that one? I don't know. She's like some connection to Oprah, I think. Oh, really? Maybe. And then uh, another guy that I, I don't think people could be happier about, Andrew Yang. I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, Andrew Yang. Not heard of him ever. An entrepreneur from New York? You've never heard of Andrew Yang? I mean, have you? <laughs> no. But what a great field. Uh-huh. Am I right? I mean, <clears throat> any one of these candidates obviously has uh, is almost a sure thing to defeat Donald Trump. That's a hard choice. In 2020. That's a hard. Like, how do you? Isn't it? Yeah. How do you go into the booth and, and Andrew pick Yang, them? Donald Trump. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> Were you telling me about some guy who's already dropped out? <clears throat> Yes. Wait, there's somebody yes, who was that? dropped out. In fact, he resigned from Congress. Oh, I'm going to do this. So that so that he could run for president. And I think he did that on, was it January 10th? Yeah, you read me something, January something. And by January, <laughs> uh, and by January 28th, yeah, it's Richard Ojeda. <laughs> Richard Ojeda resigned from Congress so that he could specifically... Uh, file his candidacy for, for president, which he did. So he gave it a good two and a half weeks? And he gave it a good two and a half weeks, and then he... he I uh, mean, look, after two he, and a half weeks... He stopped his campaign. If, <laughs> if you're not in the top of the list, you know, a year and a half out, two right. you know, almost two years out... Then forget it. Then just forget it, man. Just forget it ain't it. happening. Yeah. Wow. Boy, Richard Ojeda, 
uh, leadership in action. You can't say he didn't try. You can't say, yeah, you almost can. <laughs> Lord. I know. I know. But then he saw this fine field with that incredible range of That's options true. we have. How do you compete you know, with socialist that? Socialist all the way to communist. Mm-hmm. And it's already, you've got the whole spectrum covered. Where do I fit? <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't fit into that. So, uh, so Richard Ojeda. See, the good news for Richard Ojeda Mm-hmm. There's still time to change your mind five or six more times between now and deadline day. And so, maybe he will. Uh, we maybe. can always keep our fingers crossed Man. and hope for the best. I don't know. I'm kind of sold on uh, Mr. Yang now. <laughs> so it's too late, Ojeda. Oh, no. I, that's, I, my vote's been claimed. That's a shame. By some guy whose first name I can't even remember right now. <laughs> Yang? Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Yang. Yang. Yay. Dummy. Sorry. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed. Just around the corner. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Great to have you with us. Our number, Triple Eight, 93 Also, Pat Unleashed, where Man Sauce M tweets, uh, please, please put together that song, Jesse's Hoax. Uh, Pat's beautiful Cole. singing voice deserves to be heard in a studio quality parody. Do it. Uh, so let it be written. Mm-hmm. So let it be done. Wow. Uh, Rocky with an eye. Kamala, the facts are still unfolding. Gee, why didn't you say that when the reports first came out? Yeah, that's what you have to wonder. Uh, same with Cory Booker. Would have saved her a lot of aggravation. Uh, also from Us Plus Nine... What? An actor has a pathological need for attention? Huh. Kind of hard to believe, yeah. And from Oops, all berries. Highest number of people responding state... Uh, the highest number of people responding that the state is the government... Hmm? Let me see this. That the state, the government is the problem. Yeah, oh, this- responding, and then they put in state... Which shouldn't be. Responding, the government is the problem, yet the re-election rate of incumbents is over 80%. That's true. Good, good point grief. if you can sort it out. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so Eventually, there is a good point there. translate this. In other yeah, words, the state is the problem, uh-huh. but the, we keep we electing them. Uh-huh, we state the problem is the government, yes. but yet we elect yes. the same people over and over again to run them. Exactly right. Put that in your pipe. We'll get back into uh, more of this. But first, uh, let me just take 60 seconds to tell you about something that could save you a lot of grief and maybe save your house, in fact. Here's the problem. Our mortgages are stored online now. So you know that means people can hack into it and they can steal it. And when they do, they just forge your signature as the seller. Super easy to do. Uh, They refile your home under a new name, take out loans on your home, and you get stuck with the payments. You don't know anything about any of this till late payments show up or you get an eviction order. Really sucks. And your bank can't help you with this. There's no insurance that takes care of this. And there's no identity theft program. There's just home title lock. These are the guys who deal with this specific uh, fraud. And it is a fast-growing crime. I know I'd never heard of it until last year. And now I am so glad that we're protected, that my mortgage is protected by Home Title Lock. I just, uh, you don't want to take that chance. So go to, go to HomeTitleLock.com 
and you can find out if you're already a victim. You can get a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. They're going to throw that in just for signing up. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Do it now and get yourself some peace of mind. Pat Gray. So, 16 states are suing to stop Trump's use of emergency powers to build the border wall. The 16 include California and New York, of course. On New York, what what are you doing jumping into this fray? You're clear across the country. You're not a you're not a southern border state. Shut up. But why is Hawaii a part of this? <laughs> you're <laughs> Hawaii. a freaking set of islands. Uh-huh. All right, you're you're pretty safe, okay? Relax. Hawaii. <sighs> the lawsuit is part of a constitutional confrontation um, set off when President Trump declared a state of emergency at the border, and he said he's going to spend billions of dollars on the barriers. Um, the clash raises questions over congressional control of spending, the scope of emergency powers granted to the president, and how far the courts are willing to go to settle a dispute. Now, they're continually screaming that there is no crisis at the border. There is no emergency at the border. What if we take this opportunity to make a deal with the left? Okay, we'll relax just a little bit on the border being a crisis or a national emergency. Just as soon as you back off the ridiculous claim that climate change is a crisis or a national emergency. I think I'd make that trade. All right, we'll just, we'll wait to build the wall (laughs) until Congress appropriates enough money to do it. And why don't we take more of a wait and see approach on climate change since We've got a 0.9 degree rise in temperature over 100 years and an 18-year pause on that. And you stop screaming about catastrophic climate change. How about we do that? I think that would be a a pretty fair arrangement. So joining California and New York, and as Keith mentioned, Hawaii. You also have Colorado, Connecticut. Delaware, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, and Virginia. Most all of them are liberal states, possible exception of Virginia, which is... Oh, mm, we've lost it. Yeah, it it does seem to be a lost cause at this point. Mm -hmm. Now, lawmakers granted $1.375 billion, but that's going to build like a block and a half of a barrier. (laughs) He's ah. trying to he's trying to spend eight billion right now, right? Yeah. yeah. And increase it by, you know, I'm sorry. A few hundred miles. We have lost the ability to communicate with the other side anymore on these issues, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, when mm-hmm. when they will absolutely celebrate um I want to call it post birth abortion mm-hmm. um as opposed to partial birth abortion. I mean, they celebrate. They're they're codifying in law. To make it so that you can't, no, hands off our ability to murder babies as soon as they're born. Uh, and now that they, they, something is simple from my perspective, mind you, 
mm. as securing our borders, the greatest nation to ever exist, and we can't agree on protecting it? I, we've lost the ability to talk to the other side. So Yeah, I think without I, question. I don't see common ground anymore. I'm sorry. You got a tweet by somebody uh, who tweeted this out. Uh, Reagan, we have a border crisis. Bush well, well, Sr. Well, hold on. This is a response yeah, to, to Maxine Waters. Of Maxine Waters' stupidity. Who is talking about every member of Congress, Democrat and Republican, must protect our constitutional power of the purse. Don't allow this president to run over us. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Fake emergency, fake wall, fake president. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, Jason Reed tweeted, Reagan, we have a border crisis. Bush Sr., we have a border crisis. Clinton, we have a border crisis. We have a border <laughs> crisis. Bush Jr., we, we've got a uh, border uh, a crisis. <laughs> it's a crisis at the border, meaning that there's a there's a place that comes together between two countries, and uh, the the land goes up to that point from one, and then switches to the other country on the other side. It's a border crisis. Obama, we have a border crisis. <laughs> Trump, hey, let's build a wall and solve the border crisis. Libs, OMG, Trump manufactured a border crisis. That's pretty good. And I, <sighs> we should look into whether or not each of these presidents did in fact call it a border crisis. I know that they said certain things about the border being <clears throat> problematic. And I'll bet Reagan did declare it a crisis because that's what prompted the two million person amnesty mm -hmm. thing from him. Uh, Bush, W., actually did talk about a crisis at the border so uh, we gotta do something like grant amnesty to him <laughs> that's yep. what we should do uh, that's what we should do good times <clears throat> good and those times do come back oh they come back over and over and over unfortunately <laughs> um meanwhile alexandria ocasio-cortez has said something really very very profound Just hearing her name makes me ill now uh, this is going to fix it, though, because she's so great in this little speech. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, here's AOC on the wall. No matter how you feel about, a, about the wall, you know, I think it's a moral abomination. I think it's like the Berlin Wall. Okay, that's as dumb a thing as she's probably ever said. You think it's like the Berlin Wall, moron? Wow, do you suck, lady. You know what the Berlin the Berlin Wall wasn't to stop immigration. It was to keep their own citizens in. <laughs> the Berlin Wall, what a dumb what a dumb comparison. Although if people like uh, her uh, continue to <sighs> ascend in the ranks of leadership, um it it would be like the Berlin Wall because yeah. we'd all be trying I'm to kidding. escape. But I, to to make that when they would shoot people for leaving the country when we're just trying to control how many people come in. And let's just ensure that we can know who they are and what their intent is. And that's that's a moral crisis. That's a moral situation. I, I don't know if we've elected anybody stupider, dumber, more ridiculous than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I know that's not kind. No, no, no. She's but got, I'm just trying to state the fact. Here, let me, let me, let me just say, no, you're right. She's dumb, 
And um, mm-hmm. meanwhile, the freshman uh, congresswoman from Minnesota, mm. uh, Omar, would be our most evil uh, with her anti-Semitism. And uh, mm. who else is in this freshman class? Who's that? Oh, the Talib lady. She's nasty. Rashida Talib. Yeah, there's some real winners in Congress right now. There's no doubt about that. Uh, just then. Here's some of the uh, from Daniel Horowitz. He wrote about uh, five of the worst provisions in this amnesty omnibus bill that we talked about last week. This is really bad. This is how they got the whopping one point three seven five billion because they made concessions on everything else. Number one, less of a wall than even what the Democrats already agreed to. <laughs> Trump originally demanded $25 billion for the wall. Then he negotiated himself down to $5.6 billion. <laughs> Democrats balked and only agreed to $1.6 billion. This bill, of course, wound up at $1.375 billion. Now, Less than a year ago, they said, we will fund your entire wall project with $25 billion if you give us the DREAM Act. And, of course, everybody said no. <laughs> and at the time, I wasn't for that either. But, yep. wow, that looks like... Oh, boy. Whew, that looks like a mistake at this point. Yeah. Number two, liberal local officials have veto power over the wall. That's, that's interesting. So Daniel Horowitz says, actually, it's likely that not a single mile of fence will be built because local jurisdictions have been given power to stop the construction of a wall in their area. (laughs) That is, that's nuts. I mean, if there's ever a use for eminent domain, is it not that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Good Lord. Number three, this bill contains a blatant amnesty For the worst cartel smugglers, Section 224A prohibits the deportation of anyone who's sponsoring an unaccompanied minor illegal alien or who says they might sponsor a UAC or lives in a household with an unaccompanied minor illegal uh, or a household that potentially might sponsor a UAC. That, <laughs> how do you agree to that? How did this happen? Because they, they voted on it five minutes after it was presented. That's how. Yeah. This is kind of crap. Yeah. And, and, and the Democrats just did away with that 72-hour rule. Uh, the Republicans abused it as well. Well, here's the thing. I um, love these members that get up and say, read the bill. Read the bill. What good is reading read the, the bill, bill if it's a thousand pages right. and, and you don't have... Uh, two but, days and yeah, yeah. two lawyers, lawyers to find out what it means after you read hey, the bill. Hey, read, read the bill. Nobody read the bill. And that literally is what happened. Nobody read it. They didn't know that these things were in it. Number four, more funding to manage and induce the invasion rather than to deter it. While offering no new funding for ICE deportation agents or immigration judges to speed up asylum claims. As the president requested, this bill adds another $40 million for the Alternatives to Detention Program, which moves asylum seekers to facilities in the interior of the country, (laughs) where they are almost always released. (laughs) You just made it almost impossible to do anything about this situation. 
And number five, doubled the low-skilled workers. This bill doubles the number of H-2B non-agricultural unskilled seasonal workers who will continue to be a public charge on America. This gives you a glimpse of what's driving this amnesty bill. Oh, my gosh. Once again, uh, President Trump proving beyond a wow. shadow of a doubt that he is indeed a negotiator, a, re- a Republican, <laughs> caving <laughs> and, on everything. And a very shrewd negotiator. Yeah. Best deals. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and he has the best words to, to bring about the best deals. We know that, too. Uh, All right. 888 It's hard to believe it's t- this time of year again, but w- the... Tax season is here, and you know you got to file your taxes by the fifteenth of April, and it's a hassle every year, and it's a headache. Wait, that's and a thing. Fifteenth of April. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a I thing. I should write that down. Yeah, right. That's an write important this down. Day, it sounds like it oh. is hard to believe, though, that it's already that time again. It seems like we just did this. And if you got some serious IRS problems that ruined your last year, don't let that carry over into this year. You're smarter than that. Optima Tax Relief. It's America's number one tax resolution firm. If you've gotten into some trouble, maybe you're late or, you know, something happened. There's been mistakes made. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are just honest, hardworking Americans with families and paychecks and bank accounts to protect. When you engage Optima to fight for you and protect what's yours, you're getting a proven award-winning team. Team who can stop the aggressive collection actions being uh, instigated by the IRS. That's how Optima has saved almost a million, a billion, almost a billion dollars for their clients. So call now and get a free consultation while you still have options available to you. 800-699-6140. 800-699-6140. Optima Tax Relief. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Hateful email sent to me. Oh, you, you weren't supposed to read that from me until after the show. I'm well. I'm I'm scared enough that I I just want to bring this to light, oh, no. so everybody knows that in case anything happens, you know that somebody's trying to get me. Trying to get me. Uh, it says, uh, <sighs> "Dear Pat, uh-huh. you're a drunken Irish Mick bastard." Wow. I'm going to beat you like a mongrel dog the next time I see you. Oh, that's not the one I signed, Pat. S- signed, Pat. Yeah, I, I guess another person Must named Pat. Pat. And then there's a drawing of a little stick figure with a person wow, next to it look at that. beating that stick figure person. My word! Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty crude. It's I mean, crude. Whoever, and it's all in crayon. Whoever drew I don't know how that they emailed all the loser. crayon, but uh, obviously a loser with no right? talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm looking at is this rudimentary <laughs> garbage drawing. Whoever did mm-hmm. this should be completely ashamed of themselves to mm-hmm. even have picked up mm-hmm. that crayon. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. scanned it in and emailed it to you. But I just I want people to know that that's mm-hmm. out there now, and uh, and so we're gonna have to deal with this. And I I'm, mean, the show's over in thirty six minutes. Are yeah. you gonna call the police? Maybe no, but PD I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to management here and tell them that I got this hateful email, and uh, see if they 
you know, give me any uh, satisfaction over it. And look, I could be your witness because I saw you when you I'd were, hate to get beaten somewhere between here and home right, when you in the middle reading, of the night. You, know? you don't know how often I'm walking the streets of Dallas or suburban Dallas when it's, you know, 20 degrees. Of course, it's almost never 20 degrees here. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly not twenty below zero, oh. but yeah, but it's cold to us. We're we're in Texas. Yeah, it's right? all relative, man. And if somebody were to happen upon me tonight and beat me like a yeah, like a mongrel dog, uh, you'll know that I warned about this. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with uh, mm-hmm. with a, what, what is with, a Mick bastard. No, well, that's what they. You're a Mick, and because they all their names all start with Mick. Shay, oh, Mick O'Shaughnessy, okay, Mick something, and so the derogatory thing, and you would only know this if you're Irish, like I am. Um, it's just a derogatory term for Irish people. Wow, okay, drunken Irish Mick. Okay, well, so I, I just thought maybe it was a sandwich at McDonald's that didn't have a parent. The Mick something, the, the McBastard. I see what you, yeah, see what, I, did see what there? You, I do. I wish you hadn't, but I, I do see what you did. You're yeah. welcome. All right, triple eight nine. Stay safe, man. Thank you. Stay safe. Thank you. Good night. If only I could get some more, uh, you know, attention on this. I, I don't think people are taking it seriously enough. I mean, now I know I just announced it three minutes ago, but still, yeah, it's something this serious, mm-hmm. uh, I think should be dealt with quickly. And I was there, officer, when he received the email. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'd say I was on my phone, but everybody know would know that's a lie. That would <laughs> I was on my on my f- on the phone with my producer at the time, and he overheard all of the uh, epithets that were being hurled at me. Yes, <laughs> I love this Jussie Smollett thing, and I keep I go I keep checking the news every day to find out if it's finally definitive. Has he finally broken? Oh, come and on. no, he's no. still sticking to his story. Apparently, this guy. But he hasn't he hasn't gone back for the next interview with the police, and that's where I expect it to happen. The sad thing is, life isn't like an episode of Perry Mason. <laughs> People don't break <laughs> down and admit their wrongdoing on the witness stand every day. That doesn't happen. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Sumi in Texas. Hey, Sumi, you're on the blaze. Yeah, hi. hi. Uh I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too hard on AOC for uh, for making the uh, uh, Berlin Wall mm-hmm. argument. Uh, it's been made before. Um, uh, I think even years before. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it has. Uh, in this context, though, that building a wall on the border would be like building the Berlin Wall. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. You can can you cite uh, a person who has said it? I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. All right. But you're probably right. Uh, Thanks, Sumi. You're probably right. I'm sure it has. And I do vaguely remember it being said by someone at some time. I couldn't tell you the specifics either. But but that doesn't, to me, that doesn't lessen how ridiculous it is for her to use it in this context at this time. She couldn't be any more ignorant of actual events, facts, and circumstances in this world. I can say that the LA Times, uh, back in June of 2018, has a headline, What the Dismantling of the Berlin Wall Can Teach Us As Trump Tries to Build His oh, Wall. Oh, good gosh. I, it, it, <laughs> ah! 
there's a difference between between trying to keep your population population in and trying to keep illegal populations out. Big, big, big difference. Uh, John in Indiana, you're on the blaze. Actually, hang on a second, John. Uh, we've running out of time here. We're up against a break. We'll come right back to you so we don't shortchange you. First of all, let me tell you about um, having your ears cleaned out. You don't have to do it professionally at a doctor's office anymore because there's now WaxRx. This system was developed by doctors, and so it's the same kind of thing they would do in their office. You're just going to save a lot of money in the process, and you don't have to go to and from the doctor's office and waste all day with an appointment. WaxRx uses physician-developed technology, and it safely and effectively removes buildup in your ears, and then they have the pH-conditioned formula that soothes your ears afterwards. So no more itching and pain and that plugged-up feeling. Get rid of all that. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. Finally, a great solution for stubborn buildup in your ears. Usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also, Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Shore girl M tweets, "Hey Pat, when you fake a hate letter to yourself, don't start with dear Pat." Wow, oh, I am what so offended by that. Did she suggest she, did, you, did this you wasn't suggest real? Why would anyone do that? Why would I fake a hate letter to myself? Oh. Girl, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously pissed right now. Yeah. I just, I, and I'm angry for you, Pat. Thank you, thank you, Keith. Mm. I'm indignant over that. Dude gets an email, and when Robin Roberts interviews me, yeah. I'm going to tell her that I'm disgusted with you, people. You made yourself I'm vulnerable mad. by reading it on the air. Thank you. Yes. And now this. And now this. Uh, from Tabby and Jaco three. Please give Pat the email story. All the respect that it deserves. Thank you. Thank you. Tabby and Jake, 03, thank you. (laughs) Unlike Shore Girl M, Uh uh, some Uh empathy, some sympathy. Yeah. (sighs) Some humanity. Thank you. Some decency. I mean, and you know that email that you received Mm -hmm. is Trump's fault, I'd like to point out. Uh, Thank you. Either him or Bush. Thank you. It's somebody on the right's fault. Yeah, somebody. Just Who Muck and Futch tweets, uh, Pat's going to be attacked with an eyedropper of bleach as he comes out of a Chick-fil-A later, and you do not drop the Chick-fil-A, that's for sure. If I have a chicken sandwich, I yeah. don't care what's happening around me. I'm, I'm hanging on to it. It is not going to touch yeah. the ground. Chicken too tasty. Chicken too tasty. Morgan65536 tweets, thank you, Keith. Now I have a hankering for a McDonald's McBastard sandwich. Well, you're welcome. They're yummy. Okay. The McBastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arc Builders PA tweets, I can't wait to sit Elizabeth Warren style on the floor with a bowl of popcorn and watch these Democrat debates. Should be fun, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Uh, 555 feet tweets, Yang is Broadway's lesser successful follow-up to Hamilton. Oh, Alexander Yang, 2020. <laughs> 
It's Andrew Yang, but... Or whatever. I meant whatever. I'm voting for the Yang guy. Whatever. Oh, and we actually do have a tweet from Chicken Too Tasty. Oh. Uh, I have a 2025 headline for you. After third failed presidency attempt, Hillary says, door still open for a run at the office. <laughs> you know that could happen. That could happen. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Copside Chat tweets, how do non-border states have standing to sue, sue for a border wall? I That's a really good question that I, I can't even begin to answer it. Uh, also, I guess we had a caller that couldn't hang on that had a question about the current immigration issues and the Democrats wanting to bring them in uh, and whether it has anything to do with the upcoming census. Hmm. Mm. I, not that I know of. I don't, I don't know. Depends on where you flood, you know, the uh, new immigrants, I guess. When I you're guess trying so. to sway the numbers uh, yeah. for representatives. Triple eight. Huh. 933.93. This is fascinating because, you know, we talk all the time about uh, how much fun it is when uh, progressives and liberals eat their own. Uh, tennis legend and LGBTQQIA2 plus activist uh, Martina Navratilova says allowing trans female athletes to compete as women is, quote, insane and cheating, unquote. Mm. Wow, is she going to get a ration of crap for this? Uh, how dare you, Martina? How dare you say that? Yeah. After promising to research the topic further, she penned an op-ed on Sunday reaffirming her views and calling it insane and cheating to allow a man to switch genders in order to win everything in sight. In December, she tweeted, you can't just proclaim yourself female and then be able to compete against women. There must be some standards in having a, I'm going to, this is too harsh a word, so I'm going to use man unit, and competing as a woman would not fit that standard. Now, you can't say that in today's society yeah. for some reason. You can't. So, online outrage ensued. Of course. The nine-time Wimbledon champion, who in 1981 became one of the first prominent worldwide athletes to come out as bisexual and then as lesbian and who has long campaigned for LGBTQQIA2 plus rights, was labeled transphobic in a series of responses. You're transphobic! There's... Okay, she's clearly not afraid of people who are transsexual. What she is, is being logical because obviously men would dominate women in tennis. Who was it that it was like the 275th player in the world on the men's circuit? Or maybe he was even ranked lower than that. Beat, uh, uh, was it, did he beat Serena? Mm. Ah, I think so. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if it was her. Was it her? It might have been her. Uh, Mm. But it's been clearly established that women can't compete with men. On the tennis court, they can, it's just, it's science, it's biology. And so when you allow a person who's been a man their life, their whole life and now is making this transition, of course they're going to dominate dominate on the circuit. And it's, it isn't fair to the women. It's not fair. Yeah, and it's always the left saying we need a even playing field. Everyone needs a fair chance. Well, you're not giving that if you're allowing men, essentially, to mm-hmm. compete with women. But... Whatever. It's like, you know, you have to deny that there's basic 
physical differences between men and women now. I can't, I can't believe it. And if Martina Navratilova, who belongs to one of the most protected groups in the world, can't even say it. Uh, well, listen to this. 1998, is this what you're talking about? Uh, Karsten Brosh okay. uh, versus the Williams sisters. Oh, uh, Brosh was described by so the the Williams sisters said that they would uh, they could beat any male player ranked outside the world's top two hundred. Okay, so, so this guy ranked two hundred three challenged them both. Right. That's he right. He was described by one journalist as quote mm-hmm. a man whose training regime um, regimen uh, centered around a pack of cigarettes and more than a couple bottles of ice cold lager. The matches <laughs> took place on court number twelve at Melbourne Park uh, mm-hmm. after Brosh uh, had finished a round of golf in two shandies. My gosh. He first took on Serena, and after leading 5-0, beat her 6-1. Venus then walked onto the court, and again, he was victorious, this time winning 6-2. I mean, you're talking about the 203rd ranked player in the world against the number, what, two of the top three women in the world, especially at that time? Oh my gosh, he said... He said afterward, look, if you're ranked 500 and above, they have no chance. He added that he had played like someone ranked 600th in order to keep the game fun. (laughs) He said the big... Why haven't I heard of this? He then said the big difference was that men can chase down shots much easier and that men put spin on the ball that the women can't handle. The Williams sisters adjusted their claim to beating men outside the top 350. (laughs) But I don't see on this list, I don't see them having played anyone um, with a pair after that. And you can't, because it's ridiculous to do it. You know, it's just stupid. Now, could I, in my late 50s, having not played tennis in 30 years, take on Serena Williams? No. No, I could not. Not, I mean, I could. I just couldn't beat her. I don't know if I could score a point against her. But when you're on the men's professional circuit and you're uh, a, a player of any kind of prominence, you're going to beat all of the ranked women in the world. So this whole trans thing is ludicrous. It is unfair, and it is cheating. And the only way we have to even slow down the momentum on this crazy train is for women like Martina Navratilova to speak out. And Martina w- Navratilova is not a hateful person. And they're not even going to listen to her. They, they, they won't listen to anyone. They didn't listen to her. She said it. Mm-hmm. And she's getting nothing but beaten over the head with it. It's ludicrous. Come on. When are we going to, are we going to ever acknowledge that there's some science involved here? Again, I love the fact that Republicans and conservatives were always called science deniers. Who's denying <laughs> science right. now? Good. It's asinine. <sighs> Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, if you want to be big and strong and you want to be healthy, you're going to need some vegetables in your diet. And if you're like me and you hate the actual vegetables, there's a great alternative. From Brickhouse Nutrition, it's called Field of Greens. Uh, they've taken this and made it consumable. This is actual real food. Every scoop of Field of Greens gives you a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. I love it. And I do it both ways. I put it into eight ounces of water sometimes. It just tastes like Kool-Aid then. Or I put it into a smoothie drink, and either way, it's fantastic. And I know I'm getting some healthy food in my diet without having to choke down 
green beans. Give it a try today. Actual, real food. And if it weren't for this, I wouldn't get any vegetables at all. So go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did we mention the good news today? Bernie Sanders, he's officially in. He's running for president. We got a new chance. Yes! Got a new chance with the Bernster to uh, get him into the White House. But now I'm torn. I'm I'm torn now. Are you? Because I just committed to Andrew Yang. Oh, dang it. I mean, I forgot his first name for a moment. Well, we we have the debates coming up. We'll have to see how each of them does. Uh, but I love the fact that yet another socialist yes. is in. Mm-hmm. He's in with the Democrats. Good. Ooh, it's about time. And you wonder, are the Democrats okay with socialists in their party, taking over their party? They're running their party? They're, it's really become the Socialist Party, not the Democrat Party. And the uh, head of the DNC kind of says yes. There's, In fact, listen to what he had to say uh, about socialism. We're going to go back to the Amazon deal. Are you worried that there's a perception of, oof, boy, progressive Democrats just just are not pro-business. And, and they're not going to be, they're going to be antithetical to business to the point that it actually scares business away from working with the Democratic Party. Oh, you're going to hear from so many Democrats in this campaign who have an unbelievable record of job creation. Barack Obama inherited the worst mess of our lifetime. We left with the longest uninterrupted Shut streak up. of private sector Shut job up. growth in our nation's history. Oh, what Democrats are geez. fighting for is prosperity that is shared. Mm. What Democrats are uh. fighting for is a moral capitalism, a capitalism that understands that no, that's not what they're fighting succeed, for. We all succeed. When the that middle un- class is what? succeeding, when people mm-hmm. striving to get into the middle class succeed, then everybody succeeds. Can you be a democratic socialist and for moral capitalism? Or is that at Absolutely. some point? That- Absolutely. You can- <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, no. Without, without blinking. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You can be a socialist and a capitalist. What? No. Uh, they're different. They mean different things. That's like saying... And they're doing this in every aspect of life now. Yeah, you could be a, a woman who's a man, and you could be a man who's a woman. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can absolutely be that. Now you can be a socialist and a capitalist at the same time. What are you talking about? <laughs> How is it that these boneheaded journalists just lap that up and don't call them on their BS? No, Tom, you can't. No. What are you talking about? Stop it. That's ridiculous. Democratic Party 2019. My gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) uh, Uh, Well, you could be cold and hot at the same time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sure. You could be up and down both at the same time. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. can. You could be in and out. (laughs) You could be right and left. It's sure. Of course. Of course you can. Uh, I I mean, when are we going to draw the line here and say, okay, we've had enough of your lunacy. We seriously have. Let's get back to reality now. Never. You just had the tweet earlier. That's right. They just said, look, we identify the majority of us say the government is the problem, but yet 80% of the time we reelect incumbents. 
Ta-da! <laughs> That's why it still sucks, because we're electing the same people over and over again. Yep. Let's go to John in Indiana. Hey, John, you're on the blaze. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. reason it all sucks is exactly that. We keep uh, re-electing the same people, and we keep doing mm-hmm. that because uh, the two parties keep running the same unacceptable candidates. Our problem, the real and present danger to this country, are political parties. They are an unconstitutional go-between that stands between your representative and yourself. Mm-hmm. So we outlaw the political parties, <laughs> Everybody who's been a member of one is disqualified from ever running again, and we'll start with people who are actually citizens of the country. And we go back to what George Washington said uh, and not get into this party system because uh, everything he predicted about the party system has come to pass. Hey, John. John, you exactly mentioned that, you mentioned that Thanks, uh, belonging to a political party was unconstitutional? I don't no, understand. No, the... Uh, uh, what they're doing is unconstitutional mm-hmm. through the parties. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks for the call. Uh, good point. Um, and we've got more horrific socialism on the way. Elizabeth Warren is proposing a universal child care plan. So we got, let's see, universal uh, education, universal health care, universal wage, and universal child care now that would limit American families' expenses to 7% of income regardless of how many children they have in uh, care and it would be paid for by a really nice tax on the wealthy. So you get a wealth tax. (laughs) She unveiled her plan yesterday for uh, child care free for families with Mm. incomes below 200% 200% of the poverty level, or less than 51500 for a family of four. Uh, and other families would pay up to 7% of their income, depending on how much they earn. The proposal marks the latest policy entry of Democrats competing over how best to turn America into a socialist nation. It's about time. Yeah, it, it, it seriously is. Uh, and as you know, obviously Tom Perez said, you can be socialist and capitalist. It's the same. It's the same thing. You can be a man and a woman at the same time. It's the same thing. You can be up and down at the same time. It's the same thing. Uh, Warren's vision paired with fierce attacks on corporations and wealthy Americans, who she says are rigging the system for self-interest, is at the heart of her campaign. Her plan would cost taxpayers $70 billion a year, which is just a drop in the bucket. It'd be paid for uh, with some of the revenue from an annual wealth tax Warren has proposed on assets above $50 million. Hmm. Oh, well, okay. If it doesn't include me, yep. obviously I don't make $50 million or more, so I don't care. Whatever. Take every penny from them. Yep. Bastard. Why, why are they that successful anyway? That's immoral. It's immoral that they make that kind of money. I don't care how many people they're employing. They shouldn't be making that kind of... You don't need that kind of money. That's, you know, sadly, that's the new perception. That's the new attitude in America. And because we are, as in general, generally speaking, the society, we, we have short attention spans. Mm-hmm. We want shortcuts to success. We're not willing to put in the work. These rich people didn't get rich for the vast majority, did not inherit their wealth. 
And eighty percent of them earned it. They worked hard. Eighty percent, mm-hmm. but not they today. Did. Today I've got to. Ha- I got to snap my fingers, and I've got to be rich. I got to make that fifty million. I got to be in that tax bracket, yeah. and I don't have to work for it. And so here comes someone telling me how to punish someone who is successful. I'm in. Was it Howard Schultz that was saying he grew up in projects? Yep. He grew up Section Eight housing. That's what in he said. the projects. Yep, and became a billionaire. <laughs> Then you got mm-hmm. idiots like Bill Gates who says nobody deserves that. Well, he certainly doesn't because he stole his wealth from Xerox and IBM. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> you don't agree, you don't deserve it, Bill. I'll agree with you on that. But the people who earned it and and earned it honestly, mm-hmm. they do deserve it. Yeah, and if you don't want to be poor, then stay in school. Mm-hmm. Don't have a kid before you're married, and then mm-hmm. get a job and work hard, and you'll be amazed at why? what you can do just by following those three simple steps. Why the hate, Keith? Why? Why would you hate like that? Because wow. it's fun, Pat. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. Well, if you think so, mm-hmm. I do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. Now, uh, it snowed in Las Vegas for the <laughs> third time this winter. I love this. Proving once again. Global warming is catastrophic. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's gotten so hot in Vegas that it circled all the way back yeah, around back to around. cold. Yep. Yeah. Because so. we all know that heat is circular. And so when it circles around, then it's back to cold again. And that's what happened here. A tr- uh, like they got an inch, one to two inches was reported in some parts of Las Vegas. One to two inches. Amazing. And yes, the Third snowfall of the year in Las Vegas. Plus, it's been dang cold here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area all winter long. Usually, we have two days that get cold, and then it warms right back up. It's in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, today we're going to have uh, thunderstorms in 33 degrees. Burr. Better keep an eye on that radar. Burr, I'm cold. It's cold. Burr. Burr. To quote my wife. Uh-huh. I'm cold. Burr. I'm cold. It's cold. Burr. Burr, I don't like it. It's too cold. Burr, I'm cold. <laughs> That's all I hear right now. Yeah. That's all I hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bless her heart. Uh, but it is cold. I mean, burr. It's it's really <laughs> it's cold. It's actually cold it, this time, Jackie. It is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Bay Area prosecutors tried to prove that a man arrested during a prostitution sting was guilty of pimping charges. And among the evidence was a series of Instagram DMs wait, 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 he'd wait, allegedly wait. sent to a woman. Okay. Direct message. Okay. Yep. Uh, one read, teamwork, make the dream work, <laughs> with high heels emojis and a money bag emoji placed at the end. Prosecutors said the message implied a working relationship between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> the defendant said... It could mean he was trying to strike up a romantic relationship. Uh-huh. Who's right? <laughs> Apparently, emojis now are showing up in court there cases. Evidence in court. <laughs> I love it. What a weird, weird world we live in. I mean, you, you send emojis a mile a minute with your phones. Oh, yeah. You're like Just, I mean. Mr. Emoji. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you send high heels and a money bag as an emoji, that means you're a prostitute or you're a pimp? If you're sending that to a, wo- a woman? I, I guess so. I, that, that is craziness. That case is fascinating on the next page, too. 
Like, check that one out. In 2017, a couple in Israel was charged thousands of dollars in fees after a court ruled that their use of an emoji to a landlord signaled an intent to rent his apartment. <laughs> that was found. That's were found, unreal. You know, guilty of that, if you will. After sending an enthusiastic text confirming that they wanted the apartment, which contained a string of emojis, including a champagne bottle, a squirrel, and a comet. What? what how does a, how does a squirrel okay. indicate that you want the house? So I guess there's a there's a, a, a unwritten code now. If uh-huh. you send a text that includes a champagne bottle, yeah, a squirrel, and a comet, and a comet. Then that means, that means I'm, I'm renting, your, renting apartment. your apartment. I should write these down because I, I was not aware of that. Sure enough, the court declared the couple acted in bad faith. They ruled that the icons conveyed great optimism <laughs> that naturally led to the plaintiff and his great reliance on the defendant's desire to rent his apartment. And he actually won the case That's because he sent a squirrel emoji. Yeah, yeah. Don't be sending squirrel emojis, man. What? What does that mean? Well, that means you want to rent an apartment. Duh. I mean, I get the champagne bottle. Uh-huh. But then you lose I, me. I'm not sure I get the comet even. Yeah, the comet and the what squirrel. What is a comet? The yeah. comet, what does that mean? That's what I said. It's a magical combination. And when, a squirrel. When, when, when you put the squirrel next okay. to the champagne bottle yeah. uh-huh. and the comet, <laughs> that, that means equals I am going renting to rent your apartment. Your apartment. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that And I'm willing to pay means. top dollar for it. And don't act like you don't know this, Mr. Emoji. And I want to date your daughter. Wait, no, no, that's if they had put... And no. I want to buy your used BMW from you. I don't know that that's exactly <laughs> right. we'll be back tomorrow to do all of this all over again. That's what a squirrel emoji means. Look it up. Look it up.